February 20th, Mark chapter 4, verse 26 through chapter 5, verse 20. Jesus also said, Here is another illustration of what the kingdom of God is like. A farmer planted seeds in a field, and then he went on with his other activities. As the days went by, the seeds sprouted and grew without the farmer's help, because the earth produces crops on its own. First a leaf blade pushes through, then the heads of wheat are formed, and finally the grain ripens. And as soon as the grain is ready, the farmer comes and harvests it with a sickle. Jesus asked, How can I describe the kingdom of God? What story should I use to illustrate it? It is like a tiny mustard seed. Though this is one of the smallest of seeds, it grows to become one of the largest of plants, with long branches where birds can come and find shelter. He used many such stories and illustrations to teach the people as much as they were able to understand. In fact, in his public teaching, he taught only with parables. But afterward, when he was alone with his disciples, he explained the meaning to them. As evening came, Jesus said to his disciples, Let's cross to the other side of the lake. He was already in the boat, so they started out, leaving the crowds behind, although other boats followed. But soon a fierce storm arose. High waves began to break into the boat until it was nearly full of water. Jesus was sleeping at the back of the boat with his head on a cushion. Frantically they woke him up, shouting, "'Teacher, don't you even care that we are going to drown?' When he woke up, he rebuked the wind and said to the water, "'Quiet down.' Suddenly the wind stopped, and there was a great calm. And he asked them, "'Why are you so afraid? Do you still not have faith in me?' They were filled with awe and said among themselves, "'Who is this man?' that even the wind and waves obey him? So they arrived at the other side of the lake, in the land of the Gerasenes. Just as Jesus was climbing from the boat, a man possessed by an evil spirit ran out from a cemetery to meet him. This man lived among the tombs and could not be restrained, even with a chain. Whenever he was put into chains and shackles, as he often was, he snapped the chains from his wrists and smashed the shackles. No one was strong enough to control him. All day long, and throughout the night, he would wander among the tombs and in the hills, screaming and hitting himself with stones. When Jesus was still some distance away, the man saw him. He ran to meet Jesus and fell down before him. He gave a terrible scream, shrieking, why are you bothering me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? For God's sake, don't torture me. For Jesus had already said to the Spirit, Come out of the man, you evil spirit. Then Jesus asked, What is your name? And the Spirit replied, Legion, because there are many of us here inside this man. Then the spirits begged him again and again not to send them to some distant place. There happened to be a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside nearby. Send us into those pigs, the evil spirits begged. 
Jesus gave them permission. So the evil spirits came out of the man and entered the pigs, and the entire herd of two thousand pigs plunged down the steep hillside into the lake, where they drowned. The herdsmen fled to the nearby city and the surrounding countryside, spreading the news as they ran. Everyone rushed out to see for themselves. A crowd soon gathered around Jesus, but they were frightened when they saw the man who had been demon-possessed, for he was sitting there fully clothed and perfectly sane. Those who had seen what happened to the man and to the pigs told everyone about it, and the crowd began pleading with Jesus to go away and leave them alone. When Jesus got back into the boat, the man who had been demon-possessed begged to go too. But Jesus said, No, go home to your friends and tell them what wonderful things the Lord has done for you and how merciful He has been. So the man started off to visit the ten towns of that region and began to tell everyone about the great things Jesus had done for him, and everyone was amazed at what he told them. Hey guys, it's uh, Zachary Hunt, Phase 2. You know, uh, man, where to start? So much brokenness that I came from. So much pain. So much misery. So much unforgiveness of myself. I, uh, I was so lost that I didn't really care if I ever was found. I hated myself. I hated other people. And uh, I was okay with where I was um, in a sense that I was done trying. You know, I've been through so many treatment centers and rehabs, and I've been to prison and in and out of county jail. You know, and I've just been, I'm so used to the system to the point where it's just so tiring and so just lonely. And I'm, I'm, I just, I think, I just, I got to that point before I came into the refuge this time that I, uh, I told my own mother that I had, uh, I was done, not done using, done trying, I just, I was just, oh, I'm just, I was over it, I was so over it, so sick and tired of all of it, and I just, I was done, I was defeated, I had been defeated, Satan had defeated me. You know, I came to the refuge 10 years ago and I was I was thought I was here for the right reasons I was really here because I was out of options um, I thought I was here and I was doing what I was supposed to do I was you know but I was more here to people please um, you know instead of being here just to truly find happiness and love that Jesus provides us 
Um, when I came in this time, before I came in, I was a prisoner. Um, not only a prisoner to self, um, but to a, pr- a prisoner of another man. I, uh, I was in survival mode and I did whatever I had to do to escape. Uh, the past year of my life before the refuge um, and before I went to Florida for rehab in December, uh, I was fighting for my life, not just with addiction, um, not just with uh, suicidal thoughts, not just with um, spiritual warfare, um, but with the people around me who didn't care if I lived or died, who didn't care if I overdosed to drag my body out to the alley and not even call 911 because they were too afraid that the cops would raid the house over the drugs in it than to allow my mother to find and maybe for them to save my mother's son, myself. Um, They didn't care. I was thrown through glass tables. I was shot at um, by this man because he was a gay man. He wanted me to perform things that I was not willing to do. I literally was held there against my will and I was at a place where I had to get out and so at that time I I decided to call my mother and she got I got a scholarship to Florida Uh, there December 9th I changed uh, I got clean that's what I did there I got clean Um, and when I came back I decided to come to the refuge and uh, you know I came here when I was in my interview they asked me what what you know what's different what why do you want to come in i didn't say to get clean off drugs or stay off drugs um i came here because i needed to find love i needed to learn to love jesus so i could love myself so i could love others i can take care of everybody else because it's easier to fix you than me um but i can't fix myself you know so i've learned just to love jesus I've learned to give him all my troubles, my worries. Um, you know, I've I've been I've battled some things since I've been here, um, and I didn't overcome anything. Jesus allowed me to overcome everything. You know, so guys in phase one, you know, I love you. You guys can do this. You guys, you guys will do this. Don't give up on yourselves, because the brothers around you have never and will never give up on you. As long as you don't give up on yourself. And Jesus, even if you do give up, Jesus is always there. Will always be there. He is all things. He is everything. God is the creator of all things. He's always there. Just remember, I came here for me. I stayed here for him. I continue for you. Love you guys. Psalm 37, verses 30 through 40. The godly offer good counsel 
They know what is right from wrong. They fill their hearts with God's law, so they will never slip from His path. Those who are evil spy on the godly, waiting for an excuse to kill them. But the Lord will not let the wicked succeed, or let the godly be condemned, when they are brought before the judge. Don't be impatient for the Lord to act. Travel steadily along His path. He will honor you, giving you the land. You will see the wicked destroyed. I myself have seen it happen, proud and evil people thriving like mighty trees. But when I looked again, they were gone. Though I searched for them, I could not find them. Look at those who are honest and good. For a wonderful future lies before those who love peace. But the wicked will be destroyed. They have no future. The Lord saves the godly. He is their fortress in times of trouble. The Lord helps them, rescuing them from the wicked. He saves them, and they find shelter in Him. Proverbs chapter 10, verses 6 and 7. The godly are showered with blessings. Evil people cover up their harmful intentions. We all have happy memories of the godly, but the name of a wicked person rots away.